On the 92nd episode of Fantasy Ones, we start with an appetizer of tweet talk, an amuse-bouche of random guys, an entree of wide receiver rankings, and for dessert, a debate about going running back, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, or running back, wide receiver. Let's start the show! Welcome to Fantasy Lines, and fellas, we did it. From this week until the second week in February, football, some sort of football, will be played on te- television. It may be Robert Griffin Jr. or Robert Griffin III running around in Canton, Ohio, doing nothing with his purple dreadlocks, but oh, but it's God. something. Well, look, football is football, so I'm more excited about you know getting ready for the drafts than I am more of like the preseason football. I'm more excited about our new mic setup, to be honest. Our new mic setup is pretty sweet. Um, we're moving on up. We're moving on up, John. Yeah, Fat Kids deals. It's it's worth it. You'll find ridiculous deals every now and then. Yeah, this setup was pretty cheap, and uh, doesn't seem like it. Doesn't seem like it. Nope. So, uh, I'm excited. John's excited. I know Brian's crazy excited for our setup over there. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't be more excited. <laughs> Sound it. Um. I mean, before we get into our uh, just all wide receiver episode, I mean, again, actually, you know what? It's still wide receiver news. It happened last week with Gurley signing right before the uh, running back episode, but Stefan Diggs gets like five years. 81 million, was it? Like, yeah, like 40 guaranteed. Man, the Vikings have just set themselves up for the next few years, so they better... Uh... They better do something with this. Yeah. Because they got a lot of strong players well, signed through the next few years. Until 2020, they have, like, all their best guys signed. Yeah, just about. So, if if not now, when? When, Minnesota, right? You lost four straight Super Bowls. You can't seem to get it done. Now, this is the time to get it done. Well, you said Vikings lost four straight Super Bowls? No, four straight. Sorry, they lost four Super Bowls. Uh, yeah. The Bills lost four straight. Vikings have lost four Super Bowls. Come on. Uh, but they have to get it done. So, yeah, so that's the biggest news going into it. Um, I mean, we have only podcasted, what, like less than a week ago, so there's not really much going on. No. I mean, Des Bryant's still unsigned. Johnny uh, Menzel starting for the Montreal Alouettes. There you go. That's a big that's big news for him, I guess. Um, there's a lot of Baker Mayfield looks unbelievable talk, but you know the Browns are the best <laughs> I, camp I, I, spinners out there. Oh, Darnold signed with the Jets. Yep. That's, that's actually big news. Um, so he'll be got his guaranteed money. He's in camp now, so uh, that's good for them or good for him. Projected Hall of Fame already. Already for the Jets, Jets Hall of Famer. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. It's going into uh, into our wide receiver ranking. Also, just non football news: the Mets are losing nineteen to one to Holy the Nationals shit, right now. Man. Wow! In more baseball news, two baseball players in the span of a week. Contracted hand, foot, and mouth disease. Wait, who's the other one? Kind of weird. Jay Hap just got it. Yeah, I saw it. Hap. Oh, Hap got it? Yeah, what? Yeah, Hap. Hap besides Hap. Noah Syndergaard. Oh, man. It's going around in New York. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, by hand, foot, and mouth disease, I thought you meant about posting really racist and homophobic shit on Twitter. Oh, that's just uh, Turner. When you're in high school, that's so stupid. I'm done with those stories. Me too. I, I feel I it's like crazy. It's like these these kids post things when they're like they're fifteen, they're stupid, and they're young and idiots. I mean, some of them are like just like the first one was like KKK and like white powers. It's like it's like 
that's that's beyond just like being a dumb shit seventeen year old. Look, I don't know what I, I don't know what teenagers are thinking nowadays, but if they're trying to be funny, obviously it's not. And now you you got to understand that now these things can come back to fucking bite you in the ass because everyone's out to fucking get you because everyone wants I don't know everyone wants to humiliate someone I don't know just don't make any fucking enemies don't be on fucking social media because if you say something fucking stupid. It's going to come back to bite you in 10 fucking years, apparently. Look at James Gunn. Look at, you know, these pictures. Look at, or you know, play, uh, athletes. Like, it just, it just comes back to bite you. So Also, if you're an athlete, just don't do anything crazy if you're, like, a relatively unknown guy. Just, like, wallow in mediocrity and no one will want to search your old tweets. That's the other thing. Yeah, just be mediocre and well, you'll be fucking these good. people are pretty mediocre. It just happened at their highest moments. I mean, they're, they're not mediocre. They're professional athletes. But, like, it's not like people really... They're not household names. No. But, I mean, anyone could say, uh, stay off Twitter, do all this, but, damn, man, I just don't, I just have a hard time getting on people for things they said in high school. If they did some really bad shit, sure, uh, if they like, like, thing. I have a hard time getting on people for just stupid shit they said. People said really bad and really stupid shit all the time in high school. There's people just dumb. You're idiots when you're in high school. You're so stupid. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I'm basically. That's basically what I'm saying. Like it, it sucks. Like you know, they're saying things when they're teenagers and just it just it sucks that it comes back to bite them now. Like. Yeah, the easy the easy thing for me to say is yeah, stay off social media. But obviously, teenagers can't do that nowadays. That's all they have. But and you never know you're going to be famous. You, know, you never know it's going to come back to bite you in that way. But yeah, I, it, I, 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 I blame agents though. more. Yeah, like why? Well, how? What are you doing as an agent? Not to, like every when you sign somebody new, that should be mandatory now. Just have them. Well, I guess I can't blame agents retroactively. But from now going forward, when an agent signs somebody, they should just do a search in all of their social medias and tell them they just have to like scrub things. Delete yeah. your, de- like delete your fucking accounts and start, start fresh. <laughs> also, I just want to say, when I say mediocre, I mean like mediocre for the majors, not, yeah, like, yeah, obviously. not like mediocre in life. Yeah. Like us. Yeah. I mean, obviously some tweets were worse than others. Some, I mean, you probably guys know my feeling on lyrics. If you don't want people to say your lyrics, don't have the lyrics. So whatever. Others were worse, but it's just so ridiculous that people spend time to do this. It's just such a weird culture. Yeah. Yeah. I like think, I mean, people go out of their way to find anything they can on someone they don't like or something or just whatever to fuck with someone and just destroy their reputation as, you know, as, a, as an adult individual because when they said when they were much younger and maybe a, a ton immature, ton more immature and it's fucked up. Yeah. And we've had like with the James Gunn thing, we've had this conversation over and over how jokes and how things age poorly, how, yeah, how people used to joke one decade and how it's not acceptable anymore. Yeah. Uh, you can't, you can't judge things on a 2018 scale that, even a decade ago even a decade ago things were just so much more except people would there was a lot of words you were still able to say that you're not able to say and 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 it's funny because i I do um 
I watched a sh- I rewatched it, it, it's relevant because I, wa- I watched a show called uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. And um, he was saying that you can, like, he was, I forgot who he was talking to and who he was interviewing, but he was saying you can make a joke about anything. Anything is on the table. Yeah. But it has to be funny. So, like, to the point where, like, if you say something, it's be- it better fucking land or it's going to get destroyed as, like, insensitive or whatever. But it's, like, and through the written word, like Twitter, you really can't land jokes the way you could land them if you're saying them. You know, because everyone yeah. can read them differently. They could just, you know, everyone has their own way of reading something. So they will never land the way you want. So you, you're better off not saying something so controversial in the written word. You're better off saying it like, you know, speaking it. Cause yeah, better and people think they're a lot funnier than they actually are. And that's the other thing. Um, we're talking about not even famous comedians. Jerry Seinfeld is one of the biggest proponents of not playing and not doing it at colleges anymore. He always talks about how he refuses to do colleges anymore because of how sensitive everybody is there. But yeah, I mean, some of these things, obviously James Gunn just had a weird, like, some might find it sick and perversive. I don't think it's funny. He had a weird sense of humor about kids, uh, about pedophile stuff. Yeah, uh, it might be, it might have been funny if he was, uh, smoking weed with his friends saying things that are just like obviously meant as a joke. Uh, I, he shouldn't be writing them down, but at what point do you, uh, you know, just use some deductive reasoning and go, well, has he ever gotten in trouble? Do people suspect that he actually is a pedophile? Does anybody around him think he has pedophile tendencies? Or does he just watch, like, weird fucking late-night cartoon network shit in the 2000s yeah. and form his jokes off of that? And you want to know what's fucking funny? It's like someone like what? James Gunn has now uh, been fired from Disney to do uh, – Guardians of the Galaxy 3, uh, but yet someone like Brian Singer, who has been accused of basically raping boys in, like, big Hollywood parties, is still was still allowed to fucking direct an X-Men movie after all, right. all that shit came out. No, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. that, that, that's how crazy it is. Like, it's someone who just posted a tweet about some, you know, dumb shit, raunchy, gross stuff about, like, kids, immediately fired. But then uh, yeah, let's come just out. say we're not we're not the crowd that overreacts to tweets and um, get on with our football because we could talk about this forever. That's true, and we're already ten minutes in and no we're <laughs> talking. So uh, yeah, let's get into some wide receiver rankings. <laughs> After all of that, okay, the smoothest transition that's ever been said. Perfect segue. Um, all right, well. We did the same thing that we did for receivers with wide receivers. I mean, with running backs that we did with wide receivers. Point per touch. Point per touch. It's a little, I feel, I think all of us feel is maybe a little bit less useful with receivers. Um, well, yeah, because they're not getting as many touches exactly. as a running back. Yeah. But you can see some outliers where uh, guys either we're touchdown starved and we're still just con- getting constantly fed the ball. Guys like Larry Fitzgerald, Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry with PPTs below two, which is really low for receivers, especially really good ones like that, where you can expect them if they get a couple more touchdowns where they'll even, I mean, they were top 10 and they still were, pr- they were just constantly getting fed and just not scoring. Yeah. 
And then you have the opposite end, which says, like, where they're getting tons of touchdowns. Yeah. And that's Mar- bound to fade this, you know, this year. Yeah. I mean, the biggest one is, if he was still in the same situation, would be would be Sammy Watkins. With, on an offense, with Tyreek Hill, with Travis Kelsey, with uh, Kareem Hunt, and Pat Mahomes, who can uh, throw the ball further than anyone Ty- Tyreek Hill said. Sling it. I mean, I don't, I still don't know if I trust, I trust him, but he had 3.25 and that was all from like two games where he had like five yeah, combined no, touchdowns. It, it, and that's a ridiculous stat. And same so, thing with, like, oh, sorry, I was going to say same thing with like Robbie Anderson with like a two point. I mean, Robbie Anderson five, like scored a, a touchdown in so, so many, many consecutive games. And you know that's not going to be able to hold up this year. So, so pretty much you could just throw this stat away for wide receivers. Oh, sorry, John. Sorry to, what? to, Bash on your work. I just think you just look at touchdowns because obviously this is just predicated on touchdowns for wide receiver. Like a high PPT is probably worse to have. Yeah, in wide receivers, but, I agree. It seems like more yeah, of like just go based off touchdowns. And as we've <laughs> talked about in so many previous years, touchdowns for wide receivers are fluctuate so much. Uh, the only guy that I mean, I know he was injured last year, but the only guy that. Every year of his career really has the nose for the touchdown seems to be Beckham. I mean, that's why uh, even Brown he's always so high for me. He always has over 10 touchdowns. I think even Brown, Antonio Brown has been up there for like anywhere from at least like nine to 10 touchdowns every year. I may be wrong, but I think Brown's pretty solid in the touchdown department. I think he's more, I mean, yeah, he gets touchdowns, but I think he's more solid as a, as a yards guy, like oh, he, yards he hovers guy. near like fourteen, fifteen hundred yards every year, which is just unbelievable. But yeah, that's true. But yeah, so yeah, I would. But he's I would, had he's had some he's he had three really good years in a row in fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen with ten or over. But every other year of his career has been under double digits. I, I will definitely agree though with you. With point of touch, definitely, probably not. I mean, not even close to being as important for wide receivers as his running backs. In, in like, you know, in doing research for, you know, you know, future upcoming seasons and stuff. Okay, now that you're done shitty on me. <laughs> no. Sorry, John. No, 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 I mean, I, I agree with it. Um, it's just like, there's a couple outliers that you can still see, like, like the Mayor's Thomas, I could see having a better year. 1.99 PPT with freaking, like, who's throwing to him? Like, Brock Gobsweiler and, Fucking... I'm done with the PPT for wide receivers. I just don't need here anymore. Okay. All right. Just one more guy. No. Um, (laughs) All right. I guess with uh, Brian throwing a temper tantrum, let's get to our wide receiver rankings, top 50. But I do agree that Demarius will have a better year because I like Case Keenum. Case Keenum, yeah, obviously. Oh, my God. I mean, that, yeah. I I like him a lot this year. Probably the highest guy on Case Keenum besides his parents. (laughs) Even his parents, I don't think, like him too much. All right, do we want to do uh, go 10 each since there's 50 or 5, 10, and then 10? Uh, yeah, it's pretty tough. Why don't we do you want to do 5, 5, then 10? Yeah, 5, 5, then 10 for the rest. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. To accentuate our top 10? Yeah, okay. That's fine. Yeah. All right, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure like we'll all have very similar top fives. Mine's Antonio Brown, ODB, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Michael Thomas. Brian? Yeah, I... And I'll say mine, then I'll talk a little bit about it. Mine's Antonio Brown, ODB, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Keenan Allen. Um, We are (laughs) – 
we are much higher on Beckham than every other mock draft I've done, every analysis. Everybody has Hopkins over him. A lot of people have Julio Jones over him, and I'm even seeing some Michael Thomas over him, um, especially in mock drafts. That's crazy. That's crazy. I love Michael Thomas. You're just going off of one injury. I mean, the the three seasons of 1,300-plus yards, 10-plus touchdowns. It's if he's healthy, he's the second or first best yeah, and, wide receiver in the league. It's really not a debate. And you can't be afraid of. I mean, it's not like he's like a guy who's injured every year. So you can't be afraid to be like, oh, he was injured last year. I'm, I'm like, I'm so worried. Like, like, no, you draft him. The fact that he's now healthy and he could be the best wide receiver in the game. That's how you draft him. Not like that you're so afraid that he might get a fucking random fucking injury because he had one last year. Uh, two points. Yeah. Um, he didn't tear ligament. No, nah, it was a broken bone, right? Yeah, like it, he didn't tear a ligament. It's just like a yeah. completely uh, middle of the line injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, two points. One, he'll be playing for a contract if he doesn't get it before the season, which he still might. And two, it sucks for us that, um, like the rest of the country's draft seems to be drafting him so low because we just live. In Northern Jersey or in New Jersey, where everyone loves Beckham, even if you're a Jess fan, yep. and like know how good he is. And it's funny, it's like because we do all these mock drafts, and it's great because like we draft and we'll get Beckham in the bottom of the first round. I got if I got him in the second round. So like, well, yeah, so exactly. I got him like fifteenth pick. So exactly. So like, you'll get him bottom of the first, you know, beginning of the second in those mock drafts. But we know that anytime we go to draft in our leagues, he might, that's, he's just probably, not, that's just not happening. It's going to be top half yeah. of the fucking first round, most likely. Maybe, maybe like 10 at max. Like, there's no way that Beckham's leaving the top 10. I'm, I'm assuming, you know, in most of our leagues, right? Yeah, I mean, I have him uh, right now. I have, se- I have him seventh ranked overall, overall in my head, just thinking about it. I could absolutely, yeah. That, that's actually, that makes a lot of sense. I, I can see that. Based on the five running backs we have in the top two wide receivers, yeah, that's that's perfect. Yeah. So um, the only difference I have is I have Michael Thomas five, Keenan Allen six. Um, you have Michael Thomas five and Keenan Allen six. Oh yeah. So yeah. You um, well, thanks for booing for me. <laughs> it was just a, like a Look, general booing. And and I will I will say um, we we'll talk about I want to talk about Keenan Allen now and we can just you know separate it later. Yeah. The fact that. He is another wide receiver that is getting way undervalued. I went to a, uh, there was one draft that I almost got, I, so I, I started with the fourth pick in this draft, and I almost ended up with him in the third round, which is really? fucking insane. Like, how does that even, how does Keenan Allen almost drop to the third round? He that is, might have just been a bad draft. Yeah, you might, be, seen, you might have been drafting with some been, real idiots. Been top there. of the second. But, in every draft but I've a, done so it's far. A bad, like 13th, 14th, 15th pick. I can understand bad draft, but like when you constantly see the guy who's ranked like 9th overall or 10th overall, whatever, like just sitting there at the top and people just keep going below like him in the ES. Like you see him there. Like yeah. it's not like you don't see him there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just it's dumb. Like it doesn't make any sense. He is a, an awesome wide receiver and his injuries again were fluke fucking injuries. I mean I think I think it's also just like reputation people don't think he can have another healthy season. Oh fuck. That. I mean yeah, I mean I'll take that risk if he's falling to me at like 15 16. I mean if I can end up with like Kamara and Allen as my one and one yeah, that's like great. fucking are you kidding me? Yeah, you're done. Yeah. 
I, I just haven't had that experience in everything I've seen. He's been going right kind of where he's ranked. The guy I've seen drop is Beckham. I've seen him drop. I almost don't see him go above 11. I'm just glad that we're all on the same page, that we know he is a, just, he is a clear-cut yeah. number two, maybe even number one wide receiver in this league, right? Yeah. Yeah. When healthy, he's the most explosive. He does the most with the the least. And uh, that has nothing to do with like a New York bias or New Jersey bias, because I am not a hey, New York or New Jersey fan. Hey, I, we um, got bias over here. Thanks, yeah, I mean, he's thanks. been on a top, a bottom five offense for years and still produced still top produce three numbers. Imagine, imagine, imagine him with Rodgers. Uh, yeah, that would be fair. Ridiculous. Uh, they actually probably be wasted together. Probably. They, like, they wouldn't be able to, like, utilize their full skill set. It'd be together. like him, Clay Matthews, and Odell Beckham. Yeah. All just it's pretty, <laughs> I don't want to keep harping on him, but it's, I mean, I've talked so much shit on Eli, but, you know, we've been saying this is such a good situation. It's pretty enticing to see him with uh, what's supposed to be top flight running back. Yeah. Because if you think that Barkley is the kind of guy that could just fall forward for four yards, um, then good luck doubling and, Beckham. I mean, have you seen his quads? And now you have a number one tight end in Evan Ingram and a number two solid wide receiver in Sterling Shepard. So you have players that can take away defenses – to not be able to really focus on Beckham as much too, that's or, gonna fucking just open that field up for him. And he loves to run those little like seven, five, six to seven yard routes, and then just fucking break away. Like that's that he does that shit, and he will have that room yeah. to do it. He'll have. He's the, room. the fastest guy in the NFL. He has the room to do it. So I, I, I'm. Shit, man! I'm talking myself into Beckham as number one. Yeah. So I mean, anyways, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, we don't have to defend Beckham. I feel like to our fan base, probably not. So smart. Um, all right, let's. Uh, <laughs> I'll go six to ten. Uh, six, Keenan Allen. Seven. Just got injured, but if it's not like a nagging thing, seven. Doug Baldwin. Uh, boo! I'm gonna boo you on that one. Boo. He's gonna. He's by far the best option on that team. Boo. Um, uh, Russell Wilson is gonna be looking to throw. He doesn't have Jimmy Graham no more. No more Luke Wilson. It's only gonna be Doug Baldwin down the field. <laughs> There's like no offensive line. It's, it's just, it's just Russell Wilson, Doug Baldwin lined up against 11 defenders. Yeah, it's basically. gonna be, it's the Colts <laughs> trick play against the Patriots. And he's still gonna get, you know, 100 catches, 1200 yards. Poor Russell Wilson. But, that's, I mean, that's, I'm a little bit higher on him than most, most things I've seen. Yeah. Uh, number eight, Larry Fitzgerald. He's, Somehow just destroying father time. Number nine, Adam Thielen. Number ten, Tyree Kill. I'm a little low on some of your players. Uh, but Baldwin in particular. Um, even Fitzgerald, I'm a lower on, much lower than you. But, uh. I mean, but look at the quarterbacks he's had the past couple of years. And now he has Bradford until Bradford gets hurt. And then a promising rookie <laughs> and Rosen. Okay. So, all right. So half a game out of Bradford and then a rookie. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll take it over um, over um, freaking like couple, couple games of Connor power. Connor Daniels or whoever he's had whatever random white guy he's had uh-huh. a quarterback John Johnny Gasoline or whatever his name was a ter- ter- terrible guy whatever but... random white guy <laughs> um, but Bald- well, would you ever say that with a black quarterback random black guy I mean no because yeah. there's, there's not that many black quarterbacks to be to have random saying, black quarterbacks would you ever, well let's have a wide receiver would you just say oh. Eli was thrown to a random black guy last no, year. No, you would not say that. That's true. You no, wouldn't say that. I wanna, I'm on a like mission to end this bullshit. You, you're calling out reverse racism? So, 
Wait, so you don't, I'm, I'm not saying it's reverse racism because everybody will say you can't have racism so without the power or whatever. I'm just saying it's 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 more of a cliche thing. I hate cliches, and it's become a really hip cliche to just say like white guy, random white guy, this white guy, so old is, white guy, so wait, white wait, wait, guy. So and I just the, don't like cliches. So like, are I we not like allowed when, to say that anymore, or can we now say random? Black guy, old black guy, you know, <laughs> weird black. Hey, can we say all of that now, or is it you do not want us to say the random white guy, old white guy? Like, no, I'm not doing any kind of social justice type of thing. I'm just saying it as a. I'm just saying it railing against cliches. Okay, can like, you name uh, the last four like quarterbacks? I hate, I hate when the same. I hate when like uh, young younger people just use the same terms over and over and over again. And the random white guy or white guy term is just being used by everybody all the time. And it's just so tiring. Okay. I, I I haven't heard of the random white guy as much, but on Twitter I see um, like, oh, Larry Fitzgerald has part-time um, like um, gas pumpers thrown to him or like, I'm not talking about just for life. It's I'm just saying. Well, I'm not saying. I'm just like Jordan played against mechanics. John, John, can't, John can't get off the Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, Michael Jordan thing. played against substitute no. teachers. But, but you're still you're still not you're still not answering my question, Brian. Do you want to stop people saying random white guy, or do you want us to start saying random black guy? I want it either all to be okay or none to be. Okay, oh, okay. so you want. Right. But I, I honestly like name the last four quarterbacks that Larry Fitzgerald caught a pass from. Why can't it just be a random guy? Okay, random guys. <laughs> random quarterbacks. Yeah, That's random all I'm TVs. saying. All right, if we're, why can't it just be random guys? I'm going to start saying random black guys on our podcast. I'm going to go full all in on this. So. It's really funny you said that. I was just watching the Always Sunny episode <laughs> where they um, – one of the newer ones where they wake up as a black family. Oh, yeah. oh I yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah. I fucking love that episode. Um, Frank keeps saying old black guy, and they're just like, old guy, Frank. Old guy. <laughs> what are the rules, like, but? What are the rules? I love that. I like always something was never bad, but it got really, really good again the past couple seasons. I agree. It plateaued, which is usually a death knell for shows, but then it just shot right back. They're back soon too, actually. I think in September. Yep. I honestly just don't think it ever got bad. I I've loved every single. I think it kind of plateaued a little bit. I don't know. I've loved it. Almost every episode. I think it dipped a little bit, but it never got to the point where I was like, oh, I can't watch it anymore. Like, it was still good. It just wasn't great. And now I think it's back going up to great again in the past season or two. But anyway, I digress. So um, let's talk about some more random guys. And Brian, Brian, (laughs) oh, I thought you were going to go with it. (laughs) Although my. Well, random. It might might, might be a random. As I'm saying, it might be a random white guy and a random, random black I mean, guy. I mean, there is a random white guy in there. Maybe a random Spanish um, guy. I don't know. I mean, random white, random white guys in the top ten of wide receivers. I, I don't think there's any Hispanic guys in football. There's some random. Um, uh, random are we forgetting Hawaiian about Quintoris Jones? <laughs> oh, is he, is he really Spanish? All right. I don't know what the name of Quintoris Jones. My six or ten are Michael Thomas, AJ Green, Adam Thielen, Devontae Adams. And Doug Baldwin, Anthony, you um, really pushed me on Devonte Adams. I mean, I've just been burned by him too many times. But last year he was trending up with Brent Hundley as his quarterback, so it's kind of hard to leave him outside the top ten with Rogers. if he's going to be Aaron Rodgers number one. Exactly, target. exactly. I mean, Jordan Nelson's gone, and Randall Cobb just keeps getting older, and he's not fully healthy, and yeah. 
So I, I really see uh, Devontae Adams having a nice um, uh, season, continue trending upward. I mean, what is he, 20, 23, 24 years old? I mean, he's John has his uh, stats open up. 25, still young. All right, 25, still young. So four years before he comes, Des Bryant and can't get a job. (laughs) Do we see Thielen um, moving in a Wes Welker territory where he rips off like four years of PPR darling Uh, and then suffers from concussions because he's always going up the middle and shit? I mean, so far he has no no signs of the concussion stuff, but I could definitely see – I mean – I don't want to see concussions happening to him. No, no. no. <laughs> the last part was a joke. I'm just but saying like, he is definitely going to be a PPR the last guy that just carved out four years of being a number one wide receiver on the back of being just a PPR monster. I absolutely can see that, especially with Kirk Cousins as the quarterback. Um, I mean, they have. I mean, the think of the like. You know, what I was talking about the space that Odell Beckham's going to get on those short six, seven yard routes. Thielen's going to get just as much, maybe even more, when you have uh, Diggs spreading the field, you have Kyle Rudolph going the opposite, maybe on the opposite side, you have Dalvin Cook as one, possibly one of the best young running backs entering this league, and Kirk Cousins being one of the best quarterbacks to throw the ball. That, I mean, he's going to find room, space, and Cousins will be able to get him that ball. I mean, he finally, Cousins finally has a group of, a full group of competent, uh, pass catchers that will just make him better and the receivers will be better. I mean, Thielen's going to be, if I had to guess, 90 to 100 receptions this year. I can see that. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's hard to argue against any, like, you know, low-balling any Vikings uh, offensive totals. I'm all in. I love low-balling Vikings. (laughs) All right, that's weird. That's weird. um, I was well, Anthony, activity. Anthony, uh, bunch of random guys there. Uh, Anthony, well, you, <laughs> you, you had that one mock draft where you drafted literally half your team was Vikings. It was, it was Cousins, Thielen, and, uh, was I, think, I think you had Cook and Rudolph too. No, I didn't have Rudolph. I, don't, I didn't draft, I, I know I, cause I know I didn't draft Rudolph cause I don't draft tight ends. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a low tight end drafter. Um, but I had, Dalvin Cook, Thielen, and Cousins. Uh, I mean, it's hard not to. Dra- I also have Garoppolo as my backup quarterback, which is ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm all in. I I actually I don't like the fact that I'm all in because I know that at some point the Saints might have to play them again, and yeah. that would suck because obviously last year happened, and I don't want to see them do well. But I know they're going to do well offensively, and their defense is still. As good as it was last year. Yeah. So, man, I'm I'm all in on the fight. They're gonna fucking destroy the NFC North. I don't care about Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. It's great. The rest of the team. I mean, yeah, mediocre. Yeah. Like Vikings, twelve games. That on, the roster that roster disparity fun. is as wide as the QB disparity. They're gonna is. they're gonna average twenty eight to thirty points a game. Right. I mean, fucking probably, fucking probably. Crazy, man. Great. Um, Go all in. All in. All right. Well, Anthony, do you want to give your uh, your six to ten? Yeah, let's do six to ten. Uh, six, Keenan Allen, my man. I love him. I want. I wish I could make him like one or two. Um, Adam Thielen, number seven, because again, all in on Vikings. Eight, Devontae Adams. Talked about it. Did it with Brent Hundley. Gonna do it with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Nine, it's- AJ Green. He would be top five if he didn't have 
a shit stained quarterback uh, and Andy Dalton and 10 Mike Evans I was thinking about even putting him a little lower because I'm worried about what Fitzpatrick is gonna I was worried about that whole Bucks offense I'm just I'm worried because him and Winston have a great rapport um, and Winston's gone for for four games three games three games that uh, those three games are gonna hurt and although honestly if you can get Mike Evans as your number two wide receiver fantastic but I still you probably could I still have him as 10 because he is so talented. And hopefully this whole Ryan Fitzpatrick thing in three games doesn't fuck him over. But, yeah, I just he's too talented to keep out of the top. Excuse me, it's not top 10. I've been I've been had a few drinks. Going but heavy yeah, on the Moscow Mules. Yeah, man, Moscow Mules have been killing me lately. Uh, but, yeah, so Mike Evans top 10. Sorry. <laughs> Do you draft Mike Evans in the first two rounds? No. Well, no. No. I would say third round, like, I'd say, like, early third. I would do, like, middle, like, it's a no-brainer, I guess, at this point, but, like, middle third round, you you have, say you drafted seventh round, or seventh pick, you have Kamara, you have a pretty decent wide receiver one or a really good running back two on the wraparound, and you're coming back, and he's just sitting there, because yeah. everyone's afraid of that. I would I would easily take them. Yeah, there. The, the problem is the way this, these, these drafts I, I've seen are going is that I, you need, in the first two rounds, you need to get yourself a solid running back and a solid wide receiver. You can't go wide receiver, wide receiver, mm. and you can't I, – I, I don't think so. And you can't I go, disagree. I, I, I much, I'd much rather go wide receiver, wide receiver than running back. I, running would, back. I would much – I agree. I would, oh, no. I much would rather go – That almost made sense. Almost made sense. I would rather go wide receiver, wide receiver than running back, running back because there is a steep drop off in class of wide all right, receiver. Like so, all right, so like I know we're getting off track, but say you're going wide receiver, wide receiver, you get at the end of the first round, you get DeAndre Hopkins. On the wraparound, you can come back and get Adam Thielen. You can get AJ Green. I feel like I would be much more. I'd be. I would, be, say, I would, I would say, feel much better about that setup than. Going running back, running back, and then having to come back, wait all the way around, and my wide receiver one maybe be Alshon Jeffrey or Brandon Cooks. Oh no, absolutely! But if you can get, as you said, Hopkins on the first, yeah, and let's say you grab like a four net on the wrap, I'd rather do that. Well, obviously, yeah, because then you have you, because you yeah. need. I, I feel like you need that strong. I don't know. I, I feel like I, I could make a better team with the. 12 to 20 running backs and I can't with the 12 you know, to you're, 20 you're probably, wide receivers. Yeah, 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 you just draft probably, a bunch of them. You're probably right. I like drafting a bunch of committee situations this year. Like, I've been going hard on the Patriots committee. I've been going um, – You're double tapping hard on a bunch of committees. I actually been loving grabbing uh, Mark Ingram in like the fourth or fifth. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's losing four games. But once you get him back – I thought it was three. What? Is it four or three? I thought it was four. Ah, whatever. Um, but once you get Mark Ingram back, you're having possibly a number one A, one B running back to go with your, you know, Dalvin Cook or your Le'Veon Bell. Like you, fucking you, you basically loaded at that point because the Saints four games. It, it's ridiculous. That's like because people are just waiting on Ingram way too long. Yeah, and you know, somebody on your team is going to get injured anyway, so. I like to just draft him and think like, oh, he just got an injury that I wasn't expecting kind of thing. Um, because you're right. You're getting a top 12 running back when he comes back. Um, so there's just a lot of committees. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think. 
of another uh, solid, like the Browns people. If you get the Browns people, a couple. That's not great. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Random Browns people. The Cleveland Browns people. Nick Chubb. Um, Carlos Hyde, Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson, get a couple of them and see which one separates themselves. Or I've been doing a lot of Deion Lewis, Derrick Henry. Or, uh, I don't know. Uh, Just uh, a lot of guys that you can get in the um, eighth and ninth rounds that you're pretty sure one of them is going to develop into a running back too. So why not grab a really high wide what receiver? What about the, uh, the Darius uh, Geis? Is that how you say it? Or Geis? How do you say it? Darius Geese, guys. Oh, did he really have a geese drop now? That's funny. Um, and uh, Chris Thompson. Yeah, that's a good one, too. That's I mean, really funny since we're doing wide receiver podcast. Oh, I thought we lost you for a second. Wait, say that, yeah, say that again. I said it's really funny because we're doing wide receivers. Did you just hope somebody... God damn it. Uh, Brian, we keep losing you, baby. I hear you. All right. Um, all right. We'll keep I mean, I, I was just doing no, anticipation no. for No, I was the doing future. it for the, for the Darius Geese. I guess. Is it really? I don't even know. How do you pronounce it? Is it Geese it's or Geese? I think it's Geese. Geese. Okay. All right. Do we hear Brian? Brian, you still there? Yeah. You're in and out every now and then. Yeah, I don't know. Our, our shit's pretty good. I think your fucking shit is fucked up. Yeah. All right. I have some pretty fast internet, so... Don't talk on my shit. Screw you. Um, <laughs> right. But, John, I yeah. was only saying because it's the wide receiver podcast, and this is probably the the third time I said it on the podcast. What? But only the first time you heard it. About what? That it's funny that you have that chalked up, queued up for the wide receiver podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, I just put it on just so I didn't forget it because I wanted to do it for the season. Um are you really excited you got to use it? He was so... Uh, he was fucking... Once I said it, he like fucking looked at me and he's like, and boom. And he was like, yeah. He was like so excited. My eyes lit up. Right, before we get back, I yeah. have a hypothetical. Because we were talking about you rather go two wide receiver, two running back, or whatever. Yeah. Um, you're drafting 12th. Okay. And you have 12th and 13th pick. And you grab Michael Thomas with the 12th. Would you rather Keenan Allen? Or then there's guys like... Fournette or Cook or um, I'm just trying to think of a situation I've seen. There's like Fournette, Cook, and Devonta Freeman available. As much as, I, as much as I love Keenan Allen, I think I'd go Cook. I'd probably go Cook. Just because I uh, I love the offense a lot and I love what I saw from Cook before he got hurt. Pair right. PPR. You know, like you're gonna you're gonna get three hundred plus carries and maybe Forty to fifty receptions out of Dalvin Cook, I think. Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't blow out his ACL. Well, uh, I mean, how many times is that going to happen in one guy's life? Well, Keenan Allen's going to last in his <laughs> spleen. Hopefully not. Knock on wood. Um, and he'll be fine. So, yeah. Look, I I would have to go with Dalvin Cook. If it was if it was just Devonta Freeman, then, pff, no, it's going Keenan Allen. Oh yeah, if, if it... you're doing the fart a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I think we need a fart drop, so I have to stop doing that. Well, yeah, you know, that, well, that's, a, that's as much as you, that's so. as close as you're doing. Do we really yeah. even need a drop? I guess not. All right, um, all right, let's move on. Since... I've been drinking for a while. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, all right, let's go eleventh uh, to twenty now. Uh, I got T. Y. Hilton at eleven with Andrew Luck back and throwing footballs. Finally, oh, finally! Look at him throwing uh, T. Y. Hilton in there. Nice. Yeah, I mean, if it was any other quarterback, 
I still don't trust him to produce consistently, but T.Y. loves him some luck. Uh, number 12, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, number one receiver. Had to, had to go that. 13, AJ Green, just dog shit. Andy Dalton, dropping down. Mike Evans, we already discussed. Alshon Jeffrey, 15, maybe a little bit high, but gotta respect the Eagles offense. 16, Stefan Diggs, 17, our, our golden boy, Golden Tate. 18, Allen Robinson. 19, Damaris Thomas in a rebound season. And 20, Jarvis Landry. You are a lot different rankings than ours. I honestly, I switched mine around a lot. I, I tinkered a lot after I sent them originally. Look, it, it, it's it's tough. Like with quarterbacks, it's a lot easier to sort of stay in some sort of like pattern with you know, the, they, it's a lot closer from what you really see. There's not not a lot of deviation when it comes to wide receivers. The deviation like is exacerbated because everyone like you have your top five, your top ten maybe, but after that. It's really, it's really is just preference. Like you have the ten guys that you sort of know that are the top ten. After that, it's just like, well, I sort of like this guy. He has this, you know, offense. This, this, it, like that's why like you have Jeffrey so high and I have Jeffrey so low. Or you know, like there, it's, it's, it's harder to really yeah. like. To be honest, get I, I base it all mostly like seventy five percent on situation quarterback. Like if you like mostly mo- like most of these middling guys, not middling, but like upper like. Lower, upper, middle guys, they have similar talent, so you just base it all on um, quarterback situation and, uh, like, their share of receptions that they'll get. All right. Should I go? Yeah, you can go. Okay. Um, I had 11, Larry Fitz, the ageless wonder, 12, Tyreek Hill. 13, T.Y. Hilton. 14, Mike Evans. 15, Stephon Diggs. 16, Golden Tate. 17, Juju. 18, Demarius Thomas. 19, Jarvis Landry. 20, Alshon Jeffrey. The guy I could see um, with the most variation Mm. in that 10 is Jarvis Landry. Um, He could either be completely used differently where he does get more targets in the red zone. And if he was ever a touchdown threat, he would be a wide receiver one. Yeah. Or he could just not get 140 targets like he does every year and completely drop down because he is so hooked on PPR. And if his target share drops, then he's pretty useless. So there's he's the one I've had the hardest time with. Yeah, I mean, these are PPR stand, like, um, rankings. Well, point, ob- obviously. Half PPR. Whatever. Um, so, like, I mean, I agree. Like, I think he, like, even I was, like, looking back through his, like, past, you know, past couple of years, I was surprised at how highly he was ranked. But then again, is that just the Dolphins using him just for those consistent six yard outs, no matter what, what the down in situation is? I, I don't, don't think they, I don't think the Dolphins utilize them well enough. So hopefully, um, the thing is, like, he's quick. He's not fat. He's not like downfield fast. I don't think. No, but he makes good moves. He's he is quick, and he's got good hands. So I'm hoping that whoever is the quarterback, whether it be Tyrod Taylor or Baker Mayfield, like they can, um, you know, just find him. I mean, obviously they have someone to spread the field too with Josh Gordon. Yeah. So hopefully they will find you know the space for him to get what he needs to get. And also, I mean. 
don't know if this is like a, like a Hugh Jackson. I just, I don't think like the offense will change that much between Baker Mayfield and Tyrod. I think they could use them as sim- like in similar like yeah. Like, yeah. There's not gonna be like Joe Flacco versus Lamar Jackson. No, no, no. That's the best. I mean, like I mean that's extreme, but like I, I, I think it's gonna be similar similar uh, pass pass plays that are going to be their thing. Yeah, but I mean, I just, you know, I want to see how he how their, his rapport is with those quarterbacks. But it can't be any worse than it was with fucking the fucking um, Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Shit. Um, well, how is it, how is his rapport bad in Miami? He got Jesus Christ. I just don't think that all Miami... the time. Like, that's good. Like, targets are the most um Important thing for fantasy wide receivers. Apparently, I don't know. I, I guess I watched a, a, too many Miami games to notice that there were just so many drives. Yeah, he did get a lot of targets. There were some shit targets, but there were a lot of drives where, like, they just didn't even look at him. And they were, like, you know, you're third and five, and, you, you know, he's a guy, and he, you know, he'll get you six yards, seven yards, and they just fucking, they try and go, like, deep to Kenny Stills. Uh, I think there's also drama in Miami. Like, with I, him and it's their good, contact situation, and it's their good, co- contract situation. It's good to just get him out of there. Like, he needs to be out of that situation. So, I don't know. I, again, he is a very hard person to fucking rank this year. I mean, I would love him as my wide receiver, too. I think he'd be fantastic at that. I, I could just see him being either way. I could see him also being the kind of guy where the situation might have been a blessing in disguise and his high-volume... Um, wasn't as warranted as it, like it shouldn't have been that warranted. I mean, that's, I mean, that's right. We'll, we'll just have to see. Yes, we will. Yeah. Have to I'm see. hoping for the, the better version because, well, well, I know two Dolphins fans and they were both frustrated of how he was used in Miami. So I'm hoping that he gets to sh- flash a little of his, um, home run capabilities. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Uh, Anthony, do you, you want to go? I would love to go. Um, so I'm going to do 11. Yes. Tyreek Hill. Okay. Which I was, yeah, he's, uh, he's near top 10. Uh, 12, T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, obviously, luck is back. Yeah. Makes him much better. 13, Stefan Diggs. Love Diggs. I loved all of Vikings this year. 14, Larry Fitzgerald. 15, Demarius Thomas. A little bit of up. I think he's going to have a good season this year. 16, Doug Baldwin. 17, the Golden Boy, Golden Tate, 18, Josh Gordon, 19, Allen Robinson, and 20, Alshon Jeffrey. So, Josh Gordon, 18, obviously. Explain. Why explain? Yeah, just, I mean, that's, that's a lot harder than we have him. I mean, he has proven he could do it. He had, what, a 1,600-yard receipt uh, year? Yeah, it was ridiculous, yeah. Uh, he's still young. Uh, he's... Doesn't have the wear and tear on him that a lot of players have because he was doing he drugs was smoking weed, yeah. and he was in rehab. <laughs> so he has plenty of time. He's also not in camps though. That's fine. I, I that's, that's, that's less wear and tear. <laughs> that's less wear and tear in his body. No, but you know what? He's doing the right thing to get himself right. No, I mean, I, I obviously I agree with and him. And it's not there. like he's not in football shape. He, you know, played the end of last season. He prepared himself for the season. Mm. Yeah, so if he misses a little bit of camp, fine. Let him prepare himself. Let him get ready. The dude is explosive. He's got great hands. And he is a possibility. He's one of those guys who, you, yeah, you could see being a top 10 wide receiver at the end of the season. Can't, you probably can't say that about, I, I probably couldn't say that about Allen Robinson right now. 
or Golden Tate or Alton Jeffrey. But Josh Gordon, I could probably see him being a top ten wide receiver. That's fair. I mean, I could have seen. Well, him. I could see him. I don't Golden mean Tate. to be the. I don't mean to be the cynical. Uh, you're the one that's lagging out right now, Brian. Though. Oh, you're totally lagging out, Brian. Oh, he's totally lagging out. All right, we're gonna pause and we're gonna come back. Go ahead. Yeah, as I was saying, I don't want to be the cynical one um, over here, but I, I don't agree with like this. The oh, he's missing camp, so he's gonna be even more fresh. You don't get any pause by him missing camp for that was a joke. That was a reason. That no, no, the missing the little bit of a camp was a joke. I mean, the missing the, the yeah, but season. that doesn't give you pause even in the future nope. of this season. You don't think he's gonna miss any games? Nope. Like you thought, like he was, I think it's like a little pie in the sky to think he won't miss any games. No, he's not at this point games. in his career. Nope. I like, like, I don't know, like you thought, like he was fully better. Like he made the comeback, whatever, how many games last year? Like building all off season towards it, and now like he's still like, listen, he needs like he should get himself like right, like he like. I think like I have no problem with that for him, and like, and then pers- personally for him or whatever. But drafting fantasy was yeah, that would that would. Give me a little bit of pause. Yeah, I think he's mentally unstable, and he—it's a—it's uh, always going to be an uphill battle for him to do something as demanding as playing football. Um, I, I really hope he does. I think it'd be really awesome, but I think it's—I think it's just a constant. It's—I don't see a point where it's not a constant battle for him, seeing as his whole career has been this way. Possible. I I just I, I go on the other side. I, I think he's past it, and I think he's just working. He's yeah. Maybe he's going. He's just taking care of himself a, a little more to make sure that he doesn't relapse. And yeah, maybe he has problems. But you know what? I think he will get past it, and the talent is there. And I'd rather have someone like him. I, honestly, I'd rather have him than Jeffrey. Obviously, I rank them higher um, just because I think that potential is fucking. Fucking through the roof. Yeah, so that's a, I mean, that's a very, that's gonna be a very risky pick. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I wouldn't feel comfortable with him as my wide receiver two or a high end three. Oh, I would totally feel hot, uh, great with a high end three. Oh my god. I mean, if it's a three, you wow. can still, you can still recover with, with waiver wire. If he was like, if he was like your, like your, oh my god, that's great. I would love it. To, right. each, to each their own. Let's get through. We got another. Uh, we, <laughs> yeah. got, we got, we got another, like thirty. And we only have like twenty minutes to do it. We don't All have. Right. We don't have twenty minutes. We just John's trying to force us to do twenty minutes. All right. But okay, let's go through twenty through thirty. Well, twenty-one to thirty. Twenty-one to thirty. Uh, twenty-one. I got Juju. Twenty-two. Owner of the new contract, Brandon Cooks. Ugh. Twenty-three. Chris Hogan has first three games basically to himself. Um, in that Patriots wide receiver core. 24, probably the third fastest guy on this list, Marquise Goodwin. 25, Josh Gordon. Uh, we already spent five minutes on that. 26, Marvin Jones, due to regress some touchdowns. 27, Amari Cooper. I probably could have dropped him a few more spots. I already dropped, I dropped him like eight for my initial rank- rankings. 28, Julian Edelman. 29, Corey Davis. 30, Randall Cobb. Although, I'm not very happy about that. I probably should have dropped him more. I feel like I'm a lot lower on players than you are than I feel like I should. I feel like I may need to be raising some players up. Right. But no, like uh, Marquis Good. I, I actually raised Marquis Goodwin higher than a lot of other, uh, I guess, quote unquote, analysts have him on the bigger sites. Um, 
And She's you, pretty low in a lot of places. I yeah, and I I sort of um, without I guess going through my rankings fully of uh, from twenty one to thirty, I sort of yeah wishy washed with um, I put Pierre Garçon right above him and him right below. So like, I sort of put them next to each other just to I don't know I don't know what to make of them because they didn't really play together. Well, they they did not play together with Garoppolo under center, so you don't know how that's going to work out yet. Well, oh, Garçon. Good and win Goodwin and, and yeah. Garoppolo. So you don't really know how that dynamic is going to work yet. Yo, Triple and, G. And I love... Oh, yeah, that's right. It's Triple G. Um, I love I love Pierre Garçon. I love him last year. Oh, and, oh. But um, without, without getting into the rankings, uh, I'll let Brian do his 21 through 30. Sorry. Well, Pierre Garçon for me is like a every three-year guy where he has a good year, then everybody talks him up and he has nagging injuries for two years and then he has another good year. He had nagging injuries last year, too. I love Pierre Garçon. And missed a a good chunk of last season, too. Yeah, but he's like, he'll, he'll put up like wide receiver two numbers one year, and then he won't even be rosterable for two more years. And then he'll put wide receiver two numbers, and he won't be rosterable. So you just like, hopefully you're getting him on the year. He needs to be in the Kyle Shanahan offense. That's good. That's what it has to be. Now he's in it again. He just got hurt last year. Now he has Garoppolo, a real quarterback. So, disgust. All right. 21. <laughs> All right. I'll 21, Allen Robinson. 22, Marvin Jones. 23, Brandon Cooks. 24, Mari Cooper. 25, Robbie Anderson. 26, mm. Michael Crabtree. 27, Bob Woods. Best friends. 28, Sammy Watkins. 29, Josh Gordon. 30, Marquise Goodwin. Um, I went a lot of stability in the mid twenties, uh, with people like Marvin Jones, um, and Bob Woods. I don't see their upside being very high, but those are the kind of guys I I would like as my wide receiver three because they're just kind of fifteen point per game type people. Yeah, I I just. I couldn't do it with Marvin Jones. I just didn't. I don't think it's sustainable. I I think that last year was a fluke. It I could remember. be, but he's still fairly young and has always had potential. He does. Um, somebody like Amari Cooper is really interesting to me because you could be getting a steal. Yep. Um, it could have just been the perfect storm of for some reason, I. He got space jammed and his hands were feet last year, <laughs> and then also. Derek Carr hurt his back. Maybe he's not as shitty as he looked last year. Because, uh, you know, to start off your first two seasons with over a 1,000 yards and then just to suck as much as you did, it's kind of a what gives type of thing. Well, that's that that's definitely the case of he was it, – it, I feel like it's going to be the case of he was overvalued last year or overdrafted last year. And this year he's going to go way low because everyone saw what happened and – yeah, yeah like a, he's uh, not a 600 yard receiver though. Like he's better than that. Oh, absolutely, he is. And I think he had to have worked on his catching, <laughs> his hands. Like yeah, I had, hope so. That's, right? uh, <laughs> I mean, that's that's a pretty main part of right? receiver. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, you would think, but last year it didn't seem like he was working on that. Um, so yeah, that's why. I mean, that's why I I have I have him at 22. Um, I feel like he, again, like you said, Ryan, he could be a steal of the draft. Being a wide receiver three, even a flex, and you're getting a 1,000, 1,200-yard receiver even maybe with a healthy Derek Carr. So, 
All right, Anthony, you want to give uh, us your 21-30? I'll roll through them. I got Jarvis Landry, 21. Amari Cooper, 22. The Juju, 23. Brandon Cooks, 24. Emmanuel Sanders, 25. Bob Woods, 26. Chris Hogan, 27. Crab Grass, 28. Pierre Garçon, 29. And Marquise Goodwin, 30. So, like I said, I I put Garçon and Goodwin back-to-back because mm. I'm not sure how that's going to work out. I have Crabtree a lot, much higher than either of you guys. You guys, I don't think you ranked them in your top 30. Um, I had him 26. I did not hear that. Um, I even mentioned him as a solid guys that I put because they're stable. They are stable. And I'm. You might have logged out during that part. Maybe I was. I don't know. But yeah, you, you, you're still, you're still a little womp, womp, womp sometimes. Um, and I like him especially with, um, if, uh, Jackson what? gets to play. Why? Why? Yeah. Because Flacco sucks. All right, I mean, that's fair. Flacco can't throw a fucking football anymore. Um, I mean... And I want to I want to see the dynamicness of... That's not a word. But of Lamar Jackson in that Baltimore offense. And like I said, Crabtree has good hands. He's a good route runner. I would love to see just that, that, that trio. And by trio, I mean Jackson, Crabtree... And Collins. And Collins. Well, Collins is good because uh, Ken Dixon got hurt. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be Fuck all... Fuck Dixon. Fuck it all. Get out of here. It's all Alice Collins. Well, I mean, you saw the... Yeah, but they still like Dixon, so that yeah. is good for our Collins. Well, they're the only one that I mean, and for Crabgrass, um, he, like, he's, bec- like, obviously he's a great red zone target, and the Ravens are discovering that, so I feel like they're going to utilize that as much as possible. And, like, I don't know if this is kind of like a hot take, but I think that benefits Flacco more than it would Jackson, because Jackson... Couldn't scramble and run for touchdowns and, uh, like make broken plays into something, whereas Flacco will rely on his wide receivers yeah. winning one on one battles to the outside and throwing up lofters and mm. cra- uh, Crabtree going to get them. Yeah, I guess. But there's going to be a sell high moment this season on Crabtree. Someone's going to have him. He's going to go. And there's going to be a sell high moment. It just always happens with Crabtree. I mean, that's fair. It's gonna happen soon, then. Like, I mean, like week three, he's gonna have like four touchdowns, and then that that'll be the sell high moment. Point. So, but um, oh, yeah. Emmanuel Sanders, I think that's one more person I want to talk about really fast. Um, I I just I, I think him and Demarius Thomas are gonna have bounce backs this year with a competent quarterback. Now, okay. I'm not a huge huge Case Keenum fan, but again. He is better than the random white guy that was throwing quarter uh, balls to uh, <laughs> to, uh, to to them. We don't say that anymore. last year. I still say <laughs> that. Uh, no, that. I say that because I'm, yeah. I'm going to still go with the random black guy. So I'm you're, okay to say that. Um, you're really high on um, Keenum. What what yeah. gives? I'm not, I get into where, it, where'd man? you recommend your QB rankings? No, I think like 16, no, 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 17. Me? Yeah. No, no. He was in my 20s. But oh, let's see, none that. of the quarterbacks that were for the Broncos would be in my top 30. So I feel like these receivers have a, a chance with Keenum. That they did you had Keenum at 21. There you go. So that's not terrible. That's they, pretty terrible. That's much better than I would have had Cock Gobsweiler well, or um, the other again, random white guy that was throwing the football last year. Paxton Lynch? We're done oh, with that. Yeah, we're done with that. Trevor Simeon, yeah, you're abusing at this point. It's, I abuse it's, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> so, uh, but I think... You don't think he's slowing down, though? It, like, it doesn't matter who a quarterback he has? No, he's probably slowing down, but I still think he's not a terrible route runner and can get 
the ball from Case Keenum. I mean, look. Excuse me. Um, Thielen, Diggs, Keenum. Demarius Thomas, Manuel Sanders, Keenum. Not terrible. I still think those two receivers can get the ball from a quarterback who's competent. The other quarterbacks last year were not competent. So, honestly, 25 for him, not terrible. Okay. 800 yards, 60-something receptions. That's, that's a 25-ranked quarterback. Sounds like someone's home. Riley agrees. He's getting home. All right, so here comes the intermission. <laughs> He's coming home, right? He's walking in the door. All right, um, well, let's just keep going. We'll fight through it. Uh, 31, Michael Crabtree. 32, Bob Woods. 33, Devontae Parker. Who the Dolphins still don't know if he's slaughtered outside. Kind of the same thing, I guess, that they've been fighting all, all, all his career. 34, Jordy Nelson. 35, Jermaine Curse. Um, over 800 yards last year. He was a top 16 receiver or 20 receiver, I forget. Uh, people slept on him because he was on Jets offense, but like he's a, if you get him as your wide receiver three, you'll be very happy. Oh, top 30? He was 29. All right, never mind. Or 28, sorry. Yeah. I thought it was so. Mm. Uh, 36, Devin Funches. 37, Will Fuller. Uh, very volatile guy. It's tough to, uh, I found it tough to rank him. 38, Robbie Anderson, who is probably due in for a bit of regression with Quincy Enumera coming back and, uh, Chad Hansen stepping up a bit. Uh, 39, Alan Hearns. 40, Emmanuel Sanders. Wow, I feel like I have Robbie Anderson so high now that the Jets fan doesn't even have him high. I know you have. Well, I honestly, like honestly, I'd rather have Jermaine Curse on my team than Robbie Anderson. We um, yeah, you know what? We didn't bring that up that you had Robbie Anderson really. I mean, I disagree with that wholeheartedly unless Robbie Anderson gets suspended. I mean, it's probably it'll it'll only be for one game. I bet. I didn't have Curse fucking ranked. Um, I just think he's much more talented. I do too, but I still don't think. Curse gets ranked and Robbie Anderson's still low. <laughs> Alright, that's fair. Don't forget about Clive Warford. Okay? You guys, you guys have your own rankings that you can just. Yeah, we do have our own rankings. That's what we're talking I about. I did what Robbie Anderson purely on upside. I like his upside. Right. Oh, his upside is just burning people, yeah. Alright, rock, rock you at 31 to 40, uh, Brian. Rock him. Rock him. 31, bounce back here. My boy, Jameson Crowder. We'll touch on him in a second. 32, Pierre oh. Grosson, very close to Marcus Goodwin. Had trouble with that, just like you, Anthony. Um, 33, Devin Funches. 34, Chris Hogan. 35, Corey Davis, as my dog sits on my face right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> without, well, without looking at the video. Down, she just jumped on me. I didn't mean it like that. Uh, Corey Davis, 35. Devontae Parker, 30. Oh, this guy keeps cutting out. God damn it, Brian. Brian. What do you mean I'm cutting out? I hear you perfectly. Oh. I don't know. You're cutting out on us. Yeah, you should reset your fucking router when we reset our router. Because my Uh, shit's uh, fucking 200 megabytes per second. So, bitch. Yeah, mine is a one-bedroom apartment and it's 150. Like, there's nothing wrong. I know, but sometimes you need to reset your thing. It's not, it's not our internet. Google Hangouts is a flawed product. Yeah. I guess maybe it is. That's, you know, it is, because every time we use Skype, we have absolutely no problem. That's... I just have to fix the Skype bug. Whatever's wrong with it right. on my computer, i got to figure it out. Um, but Google, it's Google Hangouts, because we have absolutely zero problems with Skype. All For right. a year now, we didn't have any problems with I'll Skype. Gi- I'll give you that. I'll give yeah, you that. fuck Google Hangouts. <laughs> Last time so it was fuck not... Skype. 
Right. Let's not be at our throats over internet. Nah, right. Anthony Anthony has had like three Moscow meals and he is so angry right now. <laughs> and two beers. Oh, and, crazy. Okay. All right. Uh, Anthony, it's a Tuesday. Come on. He's going up on a Tuesday. This is what happens when I podcast, man. I can't help myself. I just keep. All right, I'm gonna start over. 31, Jamison Crowder. 32, Pierre Garcon. 33, Devin Funches. 34, Chris Hogan. 35, Corey Davis. 36, Devontae Parker. 37, Julian Edelman. 38, Cooper Cup. 39, Will Fuller. 40, Nelson Aguilar. Um, Wow, we're all over the place. I know. Well, this is where it gets interesting because we're so different now. Two guys I want to bring up that I think are going to partially bounce back. Jamison Crowder. Yeah. Um, Alex Smith, you know, perfect. Al- making, he's a perfect Alex Smith uh, wide receiver. Uh, he's been making slot careers his whole career. <laughs> um, so perfect guy to have him, which kind of makes me um a little feeling just a far superior. Jesus. But um, I think Crowder's gonna have a bounce back, and I also think. This might finally be the year that Devontae Parker doesn't like make every fantasy person hate him. Cause there's no Jarvis. This has to be his. If, if this isn't his year, then he's done. Career he's over. Still has Kenny Stills and now Albert Wilson. <laughs> you can't say Albert Wilson seriously though. That's... Look, I'm sorry. They gave him like a bajillion dollars to be a fucking what? Number what quarter, running back and wide receiver? Oh, yeah. I mean, they also have Dami Amendola, too. So. Be so oh, and Dami. Oh, my God. And Amendola. Shit. Wow. So, the Miami Dolphins suck. I saw people like, I guess I'm higher on Algalar than you guys. Um, yeah. yeah. And oh, then I think even with a four-game ban, I just would, wouldn't mind having him on my team for after. I don't know. This is where... This is where it all gets... I'm much higher. You become a stable wide receiver three. All right. Well, all right. Let me roll through. Yeah, we're, getting, we're, getting, right, we're getting we're getting we're getting late. We're getting um, fucked too. All right. So thirty-one, <laughs> Julian Edelman. Thirty-two, Marvin Jones. Thirty-three, Devin Funches. Thirty-four, Randall Cobb. Thirty-five, Sammy Watkins. Thirty-six, Will Fuller. Thirty-seven, Robbie Anderson. Thirty-eight, Corey Davis. Thirty-nine, Kelvin Benjamin. Number one wide receiver. Buffalo. I know. I know. I know. I know. He's the number one wide receiver. And Excuse me. For uh, who, though? Who cares? I know. Who's and, uh, someone. Uh, Peterman. Uh, and 40, Jordy Nelson. Ass and shit. Sorry, that's, that's who's that, throwing that's to him. That's who's throwing to him. I, I agree. Um, he is First a talent, he, he is a talented wide receiver, even though oh. we used to call him Queen Le Benjamin. Is he a talented wide receiver? He is somewhat talented. I think he's <laughs> that more, is actually, that's a very fair question. I think he's more, <laughs> I think he's more talented than Devin Funches, but I Ooh, think. not at all. I absolutely think he is. And I think Devin Funches is in just a better situation than Kelvin Benjamin. Which he was, he's in the same exact situation that Kelvin Benjamin was in two years ago. And he produced way more in eight games than Kelvin Benjamin ever produced. That's a lie. It is not a lie. That's a lie. It is not a lie. That is a lie. Prove it. I mean, I'll go to the stats. So, uh, let me get this straight. Is this a lie or is it not a lie? <laughs> I, honestly, I'm hearing from training camp reports, it's not a lie. Get your training camp reports out of here. Um, fuck it. Just, just, just move on. We, we got, we got, we got, this is really long. We're going, we're long in the tooth right. here. Also, Brian, you may need to write an article about Jameson Cryer because most of it got logged out. Um, alright. Oh, that stinks. All I want to say is Kelvin Benjamin, six games on Buffalo. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, we didn't hear any of that. I fucking hate Google Hangouts. Um, Fuck Google Hangouts. You, know, you didn't hear me just bash Sean Kelvin Benjamin just now? <laughs> no. uh, it, it, I wish it's it would, so bad. Brian, I wish you were on our side so uh-huh. you could hear what it sounds like. It but sounds like Google Hangouts. <laughs> Google Hangouts is really fucking <laughs> us over tonight. Um, we gotta fix your Skype issue next week. Um, just got our, we just got our new thing too, and it was so nice. Oh, the sound is so nice, just- but. I'm I'm sorry. Um, all right, John, you go through your forty-one through fifty while Brian continues to not hear us, or he he hears us and we can't hear him. Yeah. All right. Uh, forty-one, Sterling Shepherd. I feel like that has a very good chance of jumping up a lot, just because of how open he will be with teams worried about Odell Beckham, mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley, and Evan Ingram. He might be the forgotten guy on the defense, and Giants might would if they're smart. Hopefully, exploit that and with uh. Their new head coach, not a dumb, dumb McAdoo. That might happen. Maybe, I agree. Uh, 42, Muhammad Sanu. 43, Sammy Watkins. 44, Cam Meredith. 45, Dami Arandola. 46, Pierre Garçon. 47, Marquise Lee. I think that's the first Jaguars receiver yep. that we've mentioned. Uh, 48, Cooper Cup. 49, Quincy Inunua. And 50, Jameson Crowder. All right, not bad. That three, that's three. It's a good thing the podcast has so much to go off of on Jameson Crowder. I know, and you have three Jets in yours, don't you? You have Robbie, Curse, and Nunoa. Yeah, that's way, that's way too many Jets receivers to be on top. Of. <laughs> way too many Jets. It's, I mean, I, I ranked don't Jermaine Curse lower. It is way too many Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I dropped down the rankings of two of the guys, so I can include three guys. Nah, it's terrible. Um, that's fine. Uh, I agree with you, Sterling Shepard. Um, I feel like like that. That's a very high potential jump. All right. Yeah, all right. Let's just so. do it before this shit fucks up anymore. Yeah, go ahead, Brian. Let's see if we even hear you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, since you didn't hear my Calvin Benjamin thing, he only had uh, 217 yards and one touchdown with Buffalo last year. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. It's great. We go heard ahead. that right now, yeah. I'm, I'm sure Josh Allen will take care of that. That's the Freaking one th- overthrowing <laughs> five-yard outs. That's the one thing we'll hear. Let's go. <laughs> Don't make it better. All right. Sterling Shepard, 41. Jordy Nelson, 42. Kenny Stills, 43. Calvin Ridley, 45. Richard Matthews, 46. Emmanuel Sanders, 47. Marquise Lee, 48. Cam Meredith, 49. Des Bryant, 50th. But, um, Brian, you I forgot. did make a revision that I forgot to tell that I told John earlier because I forgot yeah. that Alan Hearns was the number one guy in, um, Dallas, so I'm moving him below Calvin Ridley at 45 and bumping Des Bryant. Oh, the f- oh, oh, that's when you said the Fez. Move the Fez out. Okay. Right, yeah, that, that was very sense. obvious. That that, that was a silly type. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, oh I just downloaded an extra extension and Skype is opening up. Nice. Look at uh, this guy doing while he's on the podcast trying to fix it for next week. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I'm. I can't be uh, against a lot of that. That makes. Uh, I mean, again, these are all wide receivers. At this point, at this point, it's just like fucking, just go for it. It's go. Yeah, it's uh, again. Of, these are all wide receivers. Yeah, yeah these are all, all wide, wide receivers. receivers on NFL teams. Oh, perfect. Uh, that's, that's why. That's why you bumped off that right because he's not on the NFL not, team. Um, I will say, in my forty-one through fifty, that I do have no rookies. Um, yeah. I had no rookies anywhere this year. Uh, this year ranked, okay. I think it was hard to rank rookies because none were really oh, rankable. DJ Morse is the guy I would rank, but I didn't rank him. Well, um, I was saying this guy I would. Rank. So 
41, Jamison Crowder. 42, Sterling Shepard. But like you said, I feel like he could have been higher. Cooper Cup, I actually had a hard time even ranking him. I feel like he should be even further down. I think I think he's going to be a big second-year disappointment. He's going to be a big disappointment. Marquis Lee, 44. Although I could see someone like a D. Westbrook, maybe even a Keelan Cole moving up mm-hmm. in that spot. Uh, 45, Alan Hearns. Because, again, Dallas Cowboys. Who who's that, who's that? Tim O'Skull Beasley. Skull Beasley, yeah. Um, 46, Muhammad Sanu. 47, Des Bryant, just because I feel like he will be on an NFL team and he will be somewhat productive. Uh, 48, Devontae Parker, because I have no faith in the Miami uh, coaching staff and getting anyone uh, the ball. Makes sense. Besides Kenyon Drake. Uh, 49, Nelson Aguilar. And 50, I don't thought I was high on this, but I guess I wasn't. Uh, Cameron Meredith. I feel like he has another opportunity to be up like Sterling Shepard is on that Saints offense, because... Prior to his injuries, he looked like a fucking beast on the Bears. So. Yeah. I mean, it's the Saints offense. The only other Saints receiver that's on any of our lists is Michael Thomas at five. You think there's going to be some guy in, I mean, we, we probably all have him too low I mean, in like the thirties or forties to fill in some of those yards. I mean, you think like Kamara and Ingram are not going to get, uh, and, um, Shane Green are not going to get all those receiving Especially yards. when you rank three Jets wide receivers and only two Saints wide receivers, you know there's some sort of fuck up there. I'm just saying, <laughs> just gonna, just like to spread around so, the ball. I mean, they don't, they, you know, they just don't throw enough. So I think, uh, I don't Brian's know, completely, Brian like he was, receivers. <laughs> Brian just like he was throwing up over there. Yeah. Um, I think Brian's gone. Is that? No, he, he's, keeps coming in and out. Um, yeah. So. What? Hello. Yeah. Yeah. We got you now. We got you now. Was that the only team where you ranked three wide receivers? Oh uh, yeah, probably. Probably. That's probably it. yeah. Oh yeah, it makes sense for John to make the fucking most wide receivers on his fucking stupid Jets. Listen, I got I got I gotta get some hometown discounts. It's terrible. No home dis- terrible. Brian, get get a hometown discount on I- your fucking Google Play. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, Alright, well let's just wrap this up. Yeah. Brian. We're wrapping this up. We're wrapping it up. I don't care if we hear you. Um no, he's gone. Yeah. Alright, so Anyway, Brian's gone because for some reason it was Google Play. Well, just hang up on it. He's fucking gone. Uh, yeah, so. Alright, yeah, follow us on Twitter at wait, Fantasy on the, what? We're gonna be back next week with tight ends and defenses, right? Yeah. Alright. And so, probably maybe a mock draft up. Maybe so. a mock draft too. Ooh, nice. I like that. Um, yeah, so, as John, go ahead. Alright, uh, follow us on Twitter at Fantasy underscore Lens. Uh, go to FantasyLens.wordpress.com, FantasyLensPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Fantasy Lens on Facebook. Uh, Don't forget Instagram now. Oh, and Fantasy Lens Podcast on Instagram. Instagram. Follow us. We got a lot of good uh, posts going up there, especially a lot of our mock drafts. We're posting uh, images of what we're doing there. And um, yeah, Wait, did so, you see that Big Ben picture that I found? That, that, that was I. That was so funny. That was okay. creepy. And then you posted me a Snapchat, uh, and that oh. was even creepier. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, seriously, follow us everywhere, and we are mocking all over the place. That yeah, sounds really weird. Mock, mock all over um, your face. Mock all over everybody. And uh, we'll be back with uh, wide receivers. Like I said, I uh, know. So tight end and defenses next week. Combined. And maybe even, yeah, combined and maybe even a mock, a live mock draft. Um, yeah, we'll do it up. Right. We did last year. So Peace. we'll see you next week. Peace. See ya.